Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to talk about is let's get a bit, a bit more serious. We talk about bullying on a regular basis, basis, but not in the workplace. I thought this was an interesting email, and I want to read it out to you. <coughs> Pardon me. Dear Niall, I've heard you speak about bullying on your show before, which I think is great because it opens up a whole conversation. Um, and uh, to the nation, it's a subject that doesn't get enough airtime, in my opinion. And another aspect of bullying I don't believe gets enough time is bullying in the workplace. Please don't mention my name on the air, as you'll understand when you read this. I'm currently being bullied in the job by a male supervisor who is gay. Now, I understand you think him being gay may not be relevant to the story, but please bear with me because please don't think I'm homophobic. He constantly puts me down in front of my colleagues. He never praises any of the work that I do uh, while praising others on the team. He calls me names and sometimes laughs it off as a joke. It all stems back to the fact that I asked him some time ago to stop embracing me in work. He has a habit of hugging everybody, and I'm not homophobic, but I just found it unprofessional and uncomfortable and politely asked him not to do it anymore. This bullying seems uh, like it might be a joke to him, but it isn't a joke to me. He has belittled me so much that my confidence is now completely shot. Even my wife has noticed a change in my behaviour over the last couple of months. I have nowhere to turn because my colleagues get along with him, and it seems that I'm the only one who has a problem with him or has been belittled by him on a regular basis. I'm a big guy. I'm 42 years of age with a wife and two children. I cannot walk out of the job because I have a mortgage and bills. Uh, I've been looking for other jobs in my own field, but I'm having great difficulty in not having any luck so far. I have nobody to work, uh, nobody in work to talk to because I feel uh, they will all laugh at me if I tell them that this slim, small-height supervisor is bullying me and I'm a big guy who's supposed to be able to take care of himself. Uh, this has been going on now for almost a year and I don't know what to do. My wife told me to go to HR, but I feel like life will be made even worse if I do that because HR don't have a great reputation in my company for dealing with issues effectively. I think uh, the word uh, would get out very quickly to my colleagues and they will think less of me. I know some will think uh, I should just man up and not be so sensitive. I'm really stuck in this situation and can feel I uh, can't see any way out apart from walking out of the job and going on social welfare. But I can't do that because I have a family and they will suffer. Can you please discuss this in your show, as I would love to hear some advice from people who may have been in the same situation before. Okay, well, here we very simple situation. He's in work. Um, and I think it's relevant that it's a gay man, obviously, because the reason it's relevant was because he asked him to stop embracing him, which I suppose you could class as some sort of sexual advances or whatever, maybe... He was just doing it in a friendly way. But either way, he asked him not to do it, that he felt it was unprofessional and uncomfortable. And now this guy is making his life miserable and belittling him, making, slagging him, you know, making jokes about him on a regular basis, so much so that it's upset his confidence. Now, a lot of you might be thinking, Asher, for God's sake, stop being oversensitive. Um, the guy's only having a bit of crack or whatever else. But to this guy, obviously, that's not the case. And if it was a woman sending me that letter and it was a male boss that was doing it to her, we'd all take it very seriously. So I don't believe we shouldn't take this seriously. Let me know what you think. Um, do you think this guy is a little bit over the top? And do we take bullying in the workplace seriously enough? I'm sure there are many people listening today who feel undermined in their workplace. They don't get enough praise when they do something right, but get condemned regularly when they do something wrong. Um, do you ever, Have you ever been bullied in the workplace? Do we take it seriously enough? I mean, we take bullying when it comes to children very seriously, and rightly so. But when it comes to adults, maybe we don't take that seriously enough because we believe, Ash, you're an adult, you're a big-ass man. You should be able to deal with it yourself. Let me know what you think, okay? Do you believe that we take bullying in the workplace seriously enough in this country? 
You can send us a text or a WhatsApp at 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Let me go to Fran. Fran, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Fran? How you doing, Mark? Fran, do we take it seriously enough? No. Do you think no, it happens a lot? I, I would say most of it goes unreported. Right. Because like that gentleman, they're in a situation where they're looking at their peers and their peers will be saying, you know, come on, you're a big grown man. Face up to it. Yeah, man up there. Yeah. Now, with this man, in, in his case, like, I mean, the first thing, it should have been sexual harassment that he should have went to HR with if this person keeps hugging them. Mm. Because that's unwanted attention, unwanted touching, so that's what it should have been. Well, I, I, I suppose, from, wait, from, well, from the first time he did it, he should have just said, listen, don't do that again, end of story. That, that would have been the end of it. And he kind of did, I think, I get the impression he did say that to him because he felt it was unprofessional and uncomfortable. So he said he politely asked him not to do it. But that's where he should have started the case with the HR. Yeah. I mean, this person is giving me unwanted attention, unwanted touching, and then he would have would easier then lead on to bullying. He would have had a case to prove. Yeah. Where by saying nothing and just trying to deal with it himself, he's left himself open. Mm. Now, this person knows exactly what they're doing. Like, I mean, all right, I know the person is gay, but I've been around people like that. They try intimidate you and he try pass it off as it's just being his gayness. If there is such a word, but that's what he's do. flamboyant. He, yes, he's flamboyant, yeah. and that's just what he does. Yeah. And, and, so that, and by the way, that's fine if you're, if you're okay with that, but some yeah. people are just not okay with it. Yeah, I get that. He's like I mean, he is, he's only one option is go to the HR department. And if the HR doesn't take it up, then he he can go seek advice from say mm. higher up the ladder. He has to have someone that he can actually talk to. And if the company doesn't provide the support and listen and understand, then the company is not worth working for in the first place. Do you because think bully- everybody do- has to be treated equal? Okay, and do you think bullying in the workplace in general is as big a problem as we might think it is? I'd say most of it's going under the radar. I'd, I'd say, yeah. look, I mean, I work on a building site and you can see some incidents of it. You know, and because of the building site, they're all supposed to be big strapping men and you can see faces cringing and things like that and going, you know, what are you actually talking about to this person? Like, I mean, it's irrelevant or whatever the case may be. And I'd say 99% of it is not being reported. So everybody thinks it's not an issue. Right, okay. But do you think it may be an issue? Just people are not talking about it. I, I'd say due to the we for say some the male, people, the yeah. male, the male persona of you know we have to keep everything in, we have to be big, and you know, I, and you're right. But some lads are all right with it, but some lads yeah. are a bit more sensitive, I suppose, and and it yeah. would upset them, and it would damage their self confidence, possibly. You know what I mean? Well, it would. Like I mean, you're taking a young dad walking, we say, on your typical building, so you have you know guys there who take the extract the urine. Yeah, take the piss, yeah. And, you know, some people just go overboard and then the person, it stops being a laugh to the person and starts becoming personal and then it's gone too far because everybody thinks, ah, but it's just stuff. Like, he's only messing, he's always been messing with you. Yeah. You know, you never said that at the start, you know, but it does get to a stage where it does become personal and it does, you say, affect your your person. Yeah. And that's when it's gone way too late and we're not looking at that. And people don't report it. So I would say the cases are for the likes of workplace bullying is high, but due to circumstances of who you're reporting, why you're reporting it, when you report it, it's actually not being recognised as a problem. 
All right, well, hold on a second. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 I, I was kind of asking in general as well, not just in relation to this email, and obviously this email brought up the topic, but, you know, do we take bullying seriously enough in the workplace? And it doesn't really happen that often. I mean, I don't know whether it happens as much as it would in school to young children. Neve, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Neve? How are you? Um, I think everybody, in some sense, has probably been a victim of bullying by another person. But some people can handle it, and it doesn't really—it just washes off them like water off a duck's back. But other people are probably more sensitive, I suppose. Yeah, and I think you know it is something that's very serious. I mean, there's ads on the TV about it now. Yeah, you know, don't don't be don't be passing it off. Don't excuse it. You know, mm. and male or female. Everyone yeah. has a right to say, no, nah, listen, back off, don't touch me. I don't want to be hugged every day. I don't want to be hugged every time yeah. I do something right. He had the right to say that, regardless of this guy. Well, he, well, he did say it to him, and he, he just yeah. he, and, and he made it clear in the email, he said, look, I'm not homophobic. I just found it unprofessional and uncomfortable and politely asked him to stop. But now yeah, this he, guy is making his life miserable. And he probably would have found it equally as uncomfortable if it had been a female colleague, female supervisor mm. hugging him all the time. Yeah. Nothing to do with this man's sexuality. It's not a, a gay issue. Yeah. Um, I think it happens a lot more than we would think because people don't report it and because you've got this whole banter thing and what is banter to one person is really hurtful to another, especially if it's about their personal appearance or their, their size or their height. Something that they're already a little bit insecure about. Yeah, but see, some workplaces are different to others. Like... I work here in Classic Hits and there's a great atmosphere in this building. I, I won't lie to you, right? We all have a great bit of crack. It's probably the fact that unlike many radio stations, we're here nearly 10 years and we have the same staff, so to speak. You know, so we're like a family and we have the we have the bit, the bounce, as they say, right? But I've been in other radio stations and worked on other radio stations where people don't even look at each other. Um, and it's very, everything's very serious, you know, and there's HR and everybody's complaining about everybody else. It's all very tense, but but here it's different, and there is a level of banter that goes on and crack that goes on. But I, I would hate to think that anybody would feel, you know, like they were being, I suppose, undermined or belittled in any way. No, I think the fact that you said it there, the fact that you've had the same staff for so long means that probably isn't happening. Because mm-hmm. if it was, there'd be a turnover of staff because they wouldn't be able to deal with it. Yeah. So people would leave and find a job somewhere else. But... The fact that he said that he has no faith in HR, that's an issue. Because you should, there has to be somewhere he can go. You know, it's not fair that he just has to, because of the environment and the the, the way things are these days, everyone's terrified to leave a job. I mean, and, what he's saying there is quite telling. He says, he never praises any of my work uh, I do while praising others on the team constantly. He constantly puts, puts me down in front of my colleagues. This all seems to stem back from the, the fact that obviously this guy just didn't want to play ball with him. Now, I get the impression that maybe this boss is a little bit flamboyant in his behaviour. Um, well, it sounds like he's not a very good supervisor, to be honest. I mean, I'm sorry, but if, he's, if this is how he's very immaturely handling the fact that some guy came up to him and said, look, do you mind not hugging me? And now he's resorting to this. This is really bad behaviour on his behalf and he's not really suitable to the job. It's not the guy who wrote in who has the problem, it's him. Because mm-hmm. if you can't handle somebody saying to you, look, would you mind, you know, not using that swear word, I don't like it, or would you mind just not hugging me every day? I, I, it's just not what I'm into. If you throw a tantrum, which is pretty much what the supervisor sounds like he's doing, then he's the one who should be leaving the job, not the poor lad who's been bullied, bullied by him. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm all about what he says. I mean, and, and there is, I mean, Fran makes the point as well, particularly in male-dominated workplaces like building sites and everything, there's an expectation that men should just man up. And that's, he, yeah, says I, that, he says that in his email, that, you know, he gets the impression that his colleagues, well, that's what his colleagues would think I should just man up. Yeah, I was dying to hear whether it was a man or a woman writing the email because I think it is completely taken more seriously for a woman because they're terrified, companies are terrified of sexual harassment mm-hmm. uh, suits. But men are supposed to man up and ask only a bit of crack, Asher. You'd hear worse down the pub and what are you talking about? You, you know, and the name column probably will get worse. So I do think men have a, have a tougher, in nearly every situation, domestic violence, reporting, everything. It's harder for men because they're, they're laughed at. If he t- turned around to some of his colleagues and said, I don't like what Joe Boggs is doing or saying to me, they'd say, ah, oh, here, what's wrong with you? So, okay, okay, you know, I, I get what you're saying. That men are expected to accept a certain amount that women may not. But, but stay there for a second because Mary, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Mary? Hi, how are you? Good, Mary. What advice would you give to this guy? He seems to be caught between a rock and a hard yeah. place, you know what I mean? Well, I can totally empathise with this, this poor man. Um, it seems like the supervisor has taken over, kind of, and he's manipulated the rest of the staff against him. He's isolated him and he's made him a victim, really. And the laughing stock of the office, mm. by the sound of it, that he's yeah, because he, no just because he won't anymore. get involved in the crack, he's obviously exactly. the yeah, 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 just. Yeah, really, it's very unprofessional of the supervisor and really HR does need to get involved there because there's loads of issues. I was bullied myself for five years in my workplace and I had to leave my job and it breaks my heart to hear that this man can manipulate and destroy this man's career mm-hmm. just because he doesn't like him or he doesn't believe in what he... He doesn't want to hug him, simple as that. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to hug him, yeah. Yeah, well, that's perfectly fine because that's sexual... The abuse, really. But it's sexual harassment, yeah. yeah. Harassment, yeah, I couldn't think of the right word. But, yeah, I totally agree with this situation that the the supervisor needs to be reprimanded by HR. And in your situation, Mary, I mean, when you you say you were bullied and worked for five years, I mean, what was the kind of stuff that was happening? Was it just being undermined and belittled? Um, My manager, my line manager, should say my supervisor, really wasn't able to do her job, so she used to ask me to do her job for her a lot of the time, and in the end, I had so much of a workload, I just said, look, that's your job, I'll do my job. And from there on, my hours were cut. Um, there was terrible manipulation as well and isolation. I was very isolated and I knew there was gossip going on around. And I'm, I was actually very good at my job. Um, I made a complaint to the manager about it, that my hours had been cut and that's just because I didn't want to do her work. And what happened was I went from a 40-hour-a-week to a... 12 hour a week and I couldn't I could not manage on that and I went to HR and with all the cover up that they did all they did was they brought in outside um, internal investigators which were I think they paid them so they were really not able to work on my behalf and I ended up getting almost a nervous breakdown having to leave that job I I could imagine what what it would have been like in that situation just because you wouldn't play ball with her basically she just made your life miserable she did. She cut hours. She cut, I had other contracts that I worked with outside of it and um, management went into the other contracts and made up lies. And Well, I'm not only was your mental health suffering, yeah. you were financially suffering because of it as well, I imagine. Well, yeah, too. and I'm yeah. a single mother with two young boys as well and I worked hard and I was, a, I was great at my job. They actually followed me around the place 
mm-hmm. see if I would make a mistake so they could fire me. But that's what so, they call constructive dismissal, isn't it? When you're forced into a situation where you have to leave, you feel there's yeah. no other choice you know, because you can't put up with the behaviour or the way you're being yeah. treated. Well, my career is destroyed. I, I, I can't work. I, can't, I don't feel confident in myself. I don't trust anyone. I can't. And, know, and have you worked since? Have you worked since then? No, I haven't worked. And because you, you have this constant fear that that's the way you're going to be treated in a, in a workplace. Well, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. Plus, I'm just, my nerves are gone, absolutely gone. So it had a tremendous afraid. effect on you, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it took, and physically, because I get panic attacks now constantly, maybe one every week, and that's just from going to the shop. And you see, know? this is the point I was making to as well, Sineva. I mean, people don't understand, and I know it's easier for people, I'm looking at one or two texts here, so people, some people are saying, look, he's just a bit of a wimp, he needs to enjoy the no. crack. I don't think it's as easy as that. Some people are just not into the crack, if that's what you want to call it, right? And yeah. and I think there's more to it, and I think what happens is they get picked on then if they don't play the game in the office. Yeah, and or it fills up, and it fills up, yeah. and then everybody gets on board, and next minute he's isolated, and he's made the, the fool. Yeah. The whole time. He's he's the scapegoat of the office, if you like. Yeah. So, yeah, I can totally relate to him. And, and, and that can have a profound effect on your... It has a profound effect on your self-confidence. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. My my life has been changed. Um, mentally, I'm just... I'm not able to actually go in now and actually do a job like that. It was a, a really important job. I can't go back to doing that because I haven't the confidence or the self-esteem anymore. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, it does seem to have a profound effect on you. I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, can, I, I have had to go to counselling and stuff over the years on and off as well. And it does help, but it's still, I've not gone back into the workforce. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I was reading this email before he even came on air and I was looking at it and thinking, you know, and I'm sure, you know, it, it's easy for people to say, okay, he's a big lad, this other guy's a small, skinny little fella, you know, he should just yeah. have to go and do what, you know what, but it's not easy for him because he's thinking of his wife and family at home, his mortgage, well, his yeah. bills, and he doesn't want to lose his job. Well, no, if he's uncomfortable, it's up to the workplace to make it a, a safe and caring. Well, I, th- I think, I think he's thought about that. I mean, and, and the telling yeah. part of that is when he said um, about HR, where's the bit about HR now? He said that he, well, basically what he's saying is, he, oh yeah, he says, um, this has been going on for almost a year and I don't know what to do. My wife told me to go to HR, but I feel like my life will be made worse if I do uh, because HR yeah. don't have a great reputation in this company for dealing with issues effectively. He said, I think word will yeah. get out to my colleagues and they'll think less of me. Well, has he a union? Because that was mm. my biggest problem was I was part of the union, but the person who was bullying me was under the exact same union on the same um, uh, payment rate that I was sent to the union, same scale. Yeah. So they said there was a conflict of interest and they couldn't... They couldn't uh, represent you. Represent me, so right. I was on a back heel the whole time. What a, what a shocking story. Okay, well, look, loads of people are texting in relation to this and maybe some sort of resolutions for this guy. I want to know, have you ever experienced bullying in the workplace? Do we take it seriously enough in this country? And this guy in this situation, I mean, he's okay, he claims he's a big guy. Uh, just to fill you in again, if, you have, if you've just tuned in, um, his boss or his supervisor, line manager, is a gay man. And he's not trying to make this a homophobic issue. But obviously, clearly, this guy's quite flamboyant. And he said he's constantly, you know, hugging people. And he said that he asked him not to hug him because he found it unprofessional and uncomfortable. He said, I politely asked him to stop doing it. And ever since then, about a year ago, obviously, he's making life difficult for him. He's constantly the butt of the jokes. He's being belittled on a regular basis. And it's been made out to be, like, jokey. So, in other words, he feels bad if he says anything. Hi, Niall. 
I think what that man should do is I think he should uh, ask his supervisor to go out for a quiet drink and just explain the situation to him face to face one on one um, just let him know that he didn't like the embraces and it's nothing got to do with homophobia and basically just say to him that if the bullying continues that uh, someone will suffer and just uh, just show him who's the real boss if that man is a big man as he says he is uh, well then a small little uh, a small little threat towards him um, you know the, the quiet word is going to be between the two guys and no one else so I think yeah I should just say it straight to him that he doesn't uh, appreciate the bullying and whatever and to the us a stop that uh, you know could end up in fisticuffs it could certainly end up in fisticuffs to be honest with you I'd pull him to one side when nobody else was around and I'd just say you bully me once more you're going out on your back and if you tell anybody I told you that I'll deny it it's as simple as that it's as simple as that so I know to him threatening him back he's bullying him it's a threat it's an app it's a it's a threat bullying are threats I threaten him back and deny everything and I guarantee you he won't do it again well, there are many different ways to sort it out, and that's certainly one of them. You can text us at 87 So he says, hi, now, I can't come on the air. I was uh, relentlessly bullied, threatened, and even stalked by my work colleague for nearly two years. I tried to talk to that person, but no result. Union did nothing. Management did nothing. Even my supervisor made threats. I had no other option to take the matter up with a solicitor. Okay, well, and if it comes to that, you're right. Uh, when he hugs him, uh, catch him by the you-know-whats and squeeze until he squeals. Well, that's probably not the answer, is it? Uh, but he should ask for a one-to-one meeting, plan for it, uh, make notes, have examples, keep it factual, not emotive. Start by asking this guy if he has a problem with him and, and his work and then threaten escalation if it continues. One-to-one is the best way to deal with bullies. Love this. Uh, love an audience. Oh, oh, yeah, they love bullies, love an audience. Sorry. And that comes in from Margaret, I think. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87188 Liz, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Liz? Hi, Niall. How are you? I'm good, Liz. Liz, how do you deal with a situation? Or is you know, some people are saying this guy should man up. I, I kind of get what he's saying. You know, he feels caught in the place now. And I, I understand that. And um, but at the same time, when he mentioned HR, and I just don't, I couldn't let somebody make me feel that way because of how I might think me the other people I work with look at me. Then mm-hmm. I think he needs to stop thinking about everybody else in the office and just think about the supervisor and what's going on with him and deal with it with HR, and if he doesn't get any satisfaction, then take it forward. Take it to the take it to management if if he believes yeah, HR are not giving a fair run. Yeah. It, like I don't see. I, I I I don't think it's just that he believes HR are not effective. He he's worried that if he goes to HR, obviously they'll talk to your man. Your man will probably start going back and saying it to the staff, and then he'll feel more isolated because but that's going to happen. Even if he just like the way some of the other messages are saying, talk to him one on one. If this is the type of asshole the supervisor is, that's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. And I I, I think when you get to that point in a job, I know this sounds terrible. You're probably doomed. Yeah, I think so because he's let it go so far to the point where it denied him so much. He's, he's sent a message to you. Do you know what I mean? And it's all, so I think it's already gone to, probably too far from in that job. Yeah, to go back, if you know what I mean, because a lot of the staff now seem to have an issue with him because because he won't t- be part of the fun, so to speak. Or maybe, yeah. maybe that's what it is, and that they just have an issue with him. 
with uh, is wrong, but it, it sounds more like as if it's the whole office now because if he's doing it in front of other colleagues and the colleagues aren't even saying anything, it goes yeah. to show the type of place he's actually working in if the colleagues are looking at the supervisor speaking down to him yeah. and they don't even say anything. And he says basically he's calling them names, but he laughs it off like it's a joke. You know, and, and I know I know what he's kind of saying, you know, the guy be, belittle him and then he goes, oh, for God's sake, I'm only joking, will you lighten up? You know, yeah, and, and that kind you, of and, and, you can kind of see, you can you can picture it from yeah. you can really can picture the scenes. So I'd say it's probably gone too far from in the job. Yeah, but if you can't leave it, I will. I definitely go to HR. You'd have to, you'd have to try to do something because it sounds like he's already isolated. Have you ever been? Have you ever been bullied, Liz, in your life? As a kid, yeah. as a kid, yeah, I was terribly. But. Yeah. I learned the hard way, you know yeah. what I mean? You have yeah, to I was too as a yourself. child, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, really does, it, does do. Do, it does do an awful lot of damage to your self-confidence. It you really know. can, but I think if you I think if you, if you take a step and stand up for yourself, that does more for your confidence. Yeah. To let you know, that, to, because you have to like yourself to stand up for yourself. You need to value yourself, don't you? Yeah, you really do, so. Okay, well, well stay there a second, Liz. Let me go to Brian as well. Brian, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Brian? How you doing, Nigel? That's the kind of key to all this. You have to value yourself, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Just a few things, Nigel. This man has gone to HR, hasn't he? Well, no, he says he hasn't because he, he's afraid if he goes to HR, he knows they're not very effective. He thinks word will get back to his work colleagues and it'll get worse. Well, that's, 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 that's lack of self-confidence. He, he needs to do, there's a couple of steps he needs to do. He definitely needs to report it to HR. And if that doesn't solve it, it's, it's up to him to solve it himself, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I texted in to you earlier, like, if, if this guy is, and he said it's not a homophobic thing, but obviously it is, because your man is flamboyant. He said that, on the, he said that he's, you know, he's very flamboyant with the rest of the, the, the employees. Yeah. They don't have a problem with it. I guarantee you, if you dig deep enough, they do have a problem with it, but they're just afraid to say it. That's, because they, they don't want to upset the boss. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. They, like, the man, like, it's easy it's easy for guys to say, listen, stand up for yourself, that's fine. But he, I think he needs to do that. He needs to go to HR, report it. If HR don't do anything about it, then he needs to do it himself. If I was in that situation, and I know it's easy to say it, but I know myself that I would do it. If someone came up to me and hugged me and I, and I didn't like it, HR didn't do anything about it, I would be so sarcastic the next time he hugged me. Like, he said, this guy's a small little fella and the employee's a big guy. Well, bigger than yeah. him, right? I grab him, give him a bear hug, shake him about and make a right fool out of him and make sure he doesn't do it to me again. Now, if that didn't work, I would go to him on my own with him and very, very, without threatening him, without saying, without being too aggressive and saying, buddy, you put your hands on me again like that one more time. It'll be the last time you'll ever do it and walk away. And I guarantee you that'll work. That's what I would do. Yes, yeah, I, I, I understand and I would agree with you. You know, I think he has to take the bull by the horns, but the yeah. problem is, but he may, but he may find himself step. in a situation there where he's just threatened his, his, his boss, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you don't have to threaten the guy. You, like, that's his last, last step. Because you've reported to HR, and if HR do anything about it, don't do anything about it, you've actually covered yourself and said, listen, you're wrong, he's wrong, the whole company's wrong. I can take this further if I have to. I report it. You know nothing about it. What did you want me to do? Walk away I mean, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. If he walked into a labour court, he'd probably win his case for constructive exactly. dismissal. But that's not much use to him when he has a mortgage and bills at home. Well, he won't you get know. fired because yeah. he, he's, he's 100% right. You put the shoe on the other foot. And if, if this guy was to do it to his boss, 
I guarantee you this guy would have lost his job months ago if his boss was, uh, you know, didn't was felt uncomfortable by probably saying something about his sexuality or something like that because the boss is making verbal jibes at him as well. So you with the shoe and the other foot, I just think this guy needs to flip around, flip it around a little bit and put the onus back on the company. The company don't do anything about this then he needs to do it himself. That's what I would do in, in my situation or in his situation. I know it's not easy, but no. I think he needs to kind of grow up here now or else basically turn your man around and give him a fong up the hole and tell him to get away from me, plain and simple. Right, okay. Well, I think if I, if I was in his situation, I know I'd have to value my mortgage and my bills and my wife and my family, but I'd try desperately to find somewhere else. But the day before I leave, I'd give him a nice kick up the hole for himself. <laughs> uh, well, stay, okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Uh, stay there for a second, lads. Carl, I'm going to come to you straight after the break, by the way. What would you do in this situation? Or have you ever been in a situation where you've been bullied in the workplace? And do we, you know, is it taken seriously enough, bullying in the workplace, both for men and women? How are you, Noel? Yeah, I'm the chief hugger in my job. Um, but we only hug the people that want to be hugged. Um, we we kind of send around the petition in the office and ask the lads, you know, if anybody didn't want to be hugged, um, they wouldn't be hugged individually. They only included in the group hug, and uh, it works out great. Every Monday we all have a hug, and um, then the guy that doesn't want to be hugged, um, everyone gets around him in a big circle, and we all hug him. So it's not just one person. So um, it's a bit of crack, anyway. Yeah. It sounds like a big hug-in wherever you're working. I don't know what that's all about. Carl, how are you doing? You're on Classic Hits. Hello, how are you doing? Um, just listen to that. It's very easy to solve that situation. Okay, I appreciate the guy might have a, a mortgage or whatever, but you just go to your supervisor or your team leader or HR, tell them you're not happy with the hugging or the touching. If, if he was to do that to a female secretary, there'd be uproar in the place. Oh, there would be sexual harassment case. Yeah, there would, yeah. yeah. would. So, and vice versa for the male, I don't want anyone touching me. Or any other female for that matter, I don't want the female, to, we don't want anybody touching me. Speak to your HR, your supervisor, and tell them if they don't do it. If nothing's done about it, the next time that it happens, you're going to box the guy in the nose. And I guarantee you, the HR department will call that guy in and speak to him, if not sack him. See, this is what he's afraid of, that the HR department, he said, they're not very effective at the job he works in, okay, so obviously he knows about it. And he said, if I go to them, word so will get record, out. He record the conversation when you go into the office, you record the conversation. Yeah, but, no, he, no, but that's not what he's afraid of. He's afraid that if he goes to HR, your man will get a telling off, bit of a slap on the hand, whatever it is, right? And yeah. he'll go back, tell his work colleagues, and I, I get the picture here. This guy has made him out to be a bit of a buzzkill, obviously, in the office. Yeah. Be- be- because, obviously, he didn't want the hugs and the embraces. And so now he's the butt of every joke. Of every joke. Well, every time is a joke, that's it. You just go back to HR and saying this is, it's just repetitive, repetitive, and you're not putting up with it any longer. So something needs to be done about it. You can't mm. just be, be sit, sit at your desk and be mocked by the rest of the, by the rest of your work colleagues and everyone laugh at you. Yeah, because this guy seems to have turned everyone against him because obviously everybody else is okay or maybe everybody else is just afraid well, of this nutcase. If the supervisor sends a letter around, sends a letter to the office, into the office, to yeah. every staff member, and they all, they all have a copy of it and they all sign it, saying that they've read it and they won't be uh, bullying or anything like that, I can guarantee you it won't last long. Mm-hmm. He, won't, he, won't be the, he won't be subject, he won't, he won't be the only one uh, pinpointed out. Other colleagues will, will, will back him. They may, they're if they're, not, they're, yeah, they're, they're given an opportunity to do it anonymously, yeah. For, yeah. Because of some other idiot making uh, jokes and turning everybody against him. They're not going to want, want to lose their job either. Yeah. So they get on board with it. As soon as they sign that paper, 
they won't be they won't they won't be as quick to laugh with him. You know? Yeah. No, I get you. No, I get you. I get you. It's a, it's a good point you've made. Um, and I suppose a lot of people could get aggressive at this point as well, particularly if it's going on for a year. And I know a lot of people might not be able to last that distance and eventually at one some point stand up and just give him a punch in the head for himself. Uh, ben, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Ben? Uh, how you doing? I love you. Love your show. Very, uh, very good. Yeah. Good, Ben. Have you, you've been subjected to bullying in the workplace? I have. I worked in a. I worked in a. Don't mention the name of the place. place. Don't mention the yeah. name. Okay. I worked in a place in Dublin yeah. uh, where they had a high turnover of staff. Right. And uh, one of the managers uh, started started bullying started to started to bully me. Right. And when, when you say he started so, to bully you, like how did it start, or what was he doing? Was he just demeaning you, or belittling you, or what was he doing? Just telling me I wasn't doing my job right, and just. Uh, Basically, I basically I done something right, and one of the one of the people came back to him and he said, you know, he said, one of the people came back to him and he said, you know, uh, one of your staff is more honest than you, you know. So mm. since then, he took issue with it and said, you know, you shouldn't have, you should have, you should have lied and lied to that customer. And I said, no, I wasn't going to lie to the customer. And he's ever since then, like he was made look bad. So then he tried. To, then he started putting me down and saying, "You're not doing your job right." And he said, "You're going staying back late. I want all those rooms done." You know, so. Uh, so so he, was, he was picking on you and giving you more of a workload. Yeah, giving me more of a workload and telling me, you know, uh, I'll have to manage your work because you know, uh, which my work was okay. Yeah, uh, everybody was very pleased with my work, and you know, he just started getting very heavy with me. So yeah. I rang my wife and I told my wife I wasn't happy in the job, you know, and my wife was sympathetic, but at the same time, in the need of the job. We have bills to I pay, had, yeah. I have, I, have, I have bills to pay and a mortgage. So so I, so I said, look, I'll go to HR, you know. So I went to HR. I went to HR and told HR about it. And they, they, they turned around and said, well, look, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just have a chat with that particular person, you know, they're... Uh, and see what's happening. So they they said, can you leave it at that and we'll have a chat with that particular person. So they had a chat with that particular person and they came back to me and they said, well, the problem seems to be with you, you know. Um, you know so, so he blamed uh, you, obviously, yeah, yeah. But he blamed me, right? And so then I, I got talking to another manager and uh, another assistant manager and he said to me, you know, you're not the first person that he's done this to. And I said, you mean he's been, yeah. And he said, yeah, he's been in a few places and he's been up before. He's, and he says, so, and I said, would you be prepared? Oh, no, 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 no. See, this is the job. problem, isn't it? No, nobody yeah, else yeah. wants to say anything because they're all afraid to lose their job. And he said, no, 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 I'm assistant manager. I No, I couldn't. No, no, no. He didn't I'm want to rock on. the boat, yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're on your own with this, you know, like that. You take it, you do, you, so... Anyway, and you probably anyway, in those I, situations, Ben, you probably feel like you are on your own, really, don't you? All the time, you know. Well, you, you feel that you're on your own, and you know you feel that people around you would, would, if they know that he's a bully, right? That some of them would confide in you and tell you, like, look, he's done this before. But and and yes, there's nothing worse, Ben, than going into a job that you despise every yeah, day. Yeah. I, I know I did it many years ago. I was in a place that I used, and I absolutely hated it. But I needed the money at the time. But I hated it. Thankfully, I only had to do it once a week, but I despised it. And every week, my whole week revolved around thinking about Friday night or whatever night it was that I had to go into this job. So every week I would be thinking. And then once it was over, it was like a sigh of relief. But then as soon as the next day would come, I was thinking about, God, I have to go back there next Friday again. I used to hate it. 
And there's nothing worse than having that consciously on your mind all the time that you're in a place where you know you're not appreciated, where you know other people are having a pop at you or keeping a, having a go at you all the time, you know, and you just feel like you just need to get away. Yeah, and I used to, I used to say, I used to say, to, I used to say to my wife, look, I don't feel like going in there to, today, you know. And she said, look, I know how you feel, you know. And I said, I really don't want to go in there. It's like as if I'm climbing Mount Everest every morning now to go in there, you know. Mm. And uh, so, how, how did it end? I'm sorry, I'm a bit pushed for time, but but how did yeah, it end up okay. in the end? Okay, well, HR called me back as I told you this already, but HR didn't do any good. They just wanted to shoot the shoot the messenger, right? Uh, rather than deal with the problem, you know, you know. Uh, so anyway, I when he was going out to his car, uh, I approached him and I said, "Look, if you pick on me one more time," he says. I said, I, I said, look, if you pick on me or argue with me one more time, or give me a difficult time in there, right? I'll meet you outside in the car park and I'll deck you. And right. he said, how dare, how dare you say something like that to me? I'm a manager. I said, I don't care what you are. I said, I'll deck you out here in the car park. I'll right. flatten you, you know? Right. So I said, uh, and, then he, and then he says, you're making threats. And there was no one around. And I said, it's not a threat. I'll carry it out. So then, like, he went, hopped into his car and started shouting at me and all of that. So the next day I came into work, right? And he was there and he was said, uh, you know, uh, can we just, uh, I have to work with you. Can we just, can Talk. we just start, start a, a new leaf, change over a new leaf again? Right. And he said, look, your work is great. He said, you're doing good. And he says, all oh, right, okay. So he genuinely got a fright. So he, he genuinely, he got, he got, he and, 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 and sorry, yeah. I have 20 seconds left. So did it end up okay? Are you still in the job? Uh, what happened was right. Uh, Twenty seconds, called. Ben. I'm sorry for rushing you. Yeah, he got called in, and eventually he was he was moved on to another place. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so well, well, well done, Ben. That was uh, look probably not the ideal way to sort things out by threatening somebody in a car park, but look, it worked for you, Ben. And whatever works, works. And your life is happier. And thankfully, uh, you know, he obviously recognised the fact that he was giving you a hard time and wanted to start a new leaf. Thanks for that, Ben. So many people texting in, by the way, with different situations. Uh, it can be very damaging to somebody's mental health, by the way. It really can. Very damaging. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.